<laughs> I'm on the Titty Drop Reddit a lot. That's that's oh, it's okay. I, if I, I was like, I don't care. I got no shame. I most, I'm I'm there for the 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 woodworking. That's fair. I I just I'm, I've got an accountant. I'm, I'm there like, because I'm just it's it's like fifty percent cryptids, fifty percent woodworking. It's like fifty percent cryptids, fifty percent porn. Bigfoot fucking. It's mostly monster girls. It's mostly monster girls. Like I'm gonna be like dead honestly. Uh, okay. Hi. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we opened up on it's mostly monster girls, but I'm happy with it. We can do. I can make that happen. <laughs> uh, Where my monster fuckers at? We are. Welcome to Monster Fuckers Anonymous. Yeah, I will start a Monster Fuckers podcast right now. Lex has uncomfortable levels of monster fucking energy. Oh, hell and interest. yeah. Hell uh, yeah. Real big into uh, Ghostface. Is oh, one of her, her would that movies. count as a monster because he's a serial killer? I th- well, I think partially because he's a killer in Dead by Daylight. He, yeah, he's a killer in Dead by Daylight, you're right. But yeah, so I, th- I think at least in that regard, maybe. In that regard, yeah, he's just a, he doesn't have anything supernatural about him. I was thinking, like, when I, say, when I think monster fucker, I think about, like, fucking, like, a, like a, a succubus or, like, fucking, mm-hmm. like, a... That thing from uh, The Shape of Water. This thi- that thing from The Shape of Water, yeah. The, the, the Gilman from The Shape of Water mm-hmm. or, like... Anything in Monster Matsume, where my fucking weeb's at. Uh, like the spider lady from Monster Matsume, where my weeb's at. Uh, <laughs> you know. Welcome, everybody. I'm trying to think if there was ever a monster where I was like, yeah, I'd bang that. For me, I don't know if a succubus counts. They're a at type least- of demon. That's at a least, monster. It would depend on the type of succubus. Because I'm like, there are some versions of the succubus that are much more monstrous. Other yeah. times, it's just a sexy lady. A lot of times, with like horns. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Yeah. But like, I, yeah. Cause... Quite, like, for me, like a monster fucker is, I'd bang Cthulhu level. Like, that would be. That's fair. There is a dating game where you can do that now. Yeah. Uh, I have watched that one. Yeah. There's a dating game where you can yeah, do that now. It, that one's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think I watched Markiplier's Yeah, I watched a little bit of Markiplier play it. Shout out and to Markiplier. Actually, that was what, there, there's maybe the one monster where I was like... Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah I've, I've done that a lot in media. Like, uh, again, the, the Spider Lady and Monster Matsume, if, do you, have you ever seen anything about, uh, from Monster Matsume? No. Uh, the Spider Lady is like one, like, top half, like she's, she's huge, one, uh, top half, sexy lady with like eight eyes. Uh, bottom half, all spider. And... Uh, she's very, she uses her webs for things. Uh, and that show, that anime is just a, uh, more so it's, that anime is just a big monster fucker anime. And then you also have the anime that was specifically made, made for monster fuckers, which is, I think monster girl MD. And it's just a guy in a fantasy world that is a doctor who sees monster girls okay i thought the monster girl was going to be a doctor no i would be cool but no he's a normal human dude that just like gets isekai'd or transported into a world where he is also a doctor like a fantasy world doctor and he sees monster girls anime's fucking wild yeah dude. don't go into the rabbit also, hole also this entire like right before this conversation we were having a conversation about possibly looking into recording at a local access channel yes. and we were both like we can censor ourselves yeah. <laughs>
I'm a little less certain about that. I'm, a, I'm also a little less certain about it because I just went on a tirade about how much I love monsters. Do they have local access nights? Nights. Local access, but red band. Like I, I feel like if you put a show later in the evening, you ex like it's the common expectation. Mm -hmm. uh, like I know late night shows don't do it, but like. I feel like if it's public access and it's later at night, I feel like if you put it on at like one in the morning, that's when they used to show horror movies. Yeah. Uh, and not and barely censor them. So like, I don't know. I feel like if you put it on late at night, no one's going to fucking watch it. Well, maybe people will watch it. I'd watch my own show. Dear Elvira, how often can we say fuck on local access? Also, Elvira, I love you so much. Yeah. Or, or, or the, the guys from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. Joe Hit Bob, us up. Joe Bob, Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. Uh, Joe Bob, uh, love you. Hit me up. You got me through You got me through my five-day quarantine. Oh, yeah. So Joe, Joe Bob Briggs. A lot has happened. Yeah, a lot's happened since we last joined. So we say welcome, finally. Should we say welcome? We've said it a couple times. We have said it a couple times. So what show is this? This is Our Haunted Backyard. Yay. The show where we talk about country road cryptids, small town spooky, and other local legends. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. I got that kind of memorized now. That's awesome, because it's a great tagline. This is also probably the first show that we are going to record very soon before it comes out. Yeah, this we've had a couple episodes in the backlog, but this, uh, we were we were starting to, like, starting to run a little thin, because life. Yeah. Life. One of the things being, my I, dude got the, the corona. I got the rona. Uh, I was in rona jail for about five days. Mm -hmm. uh, luckily... I had a very, very mild case. Yes. If I didn't take a test because I was, I'm nervous and I'm a hypochondriac sometimes, not sometimes, most of the time. Yeah. If I didn't take the test and come up positive twice, I took it uh, at home quick test twice. I would have bet all the money I had that I had a cold. Like mm -hmm. that's how it felt. I did not get the fatigue that they talk about. I went to, I didn't want to sleep all the time. I didn't get the fatigue. I just went to sleep in normal hours. I got a nap, like my throat felt like shit. I got a little bit of a cough, not too much, mm -hmm. uh, but it was mostly my throat and just like, like very conge and congestion. Like I didn't really get. But we also live in Ohio. So. Yeah. But the tests both times came up positive mm -hmm. and I was shipped to my, I live with uh, my partner Elle and my fiance Mars and because they both are kind of immunocompromised, I just was shipped basically to my parents who live about 10 minutes down the road from our townhouse and I, and I, and I was there for, and I was literally in my brother's old room, my younger brother's old room for five days watching nothing but horror movies. That's honestly, that sounds like not a bad life. It wasn't bad. Like, I, it, like besides the sickness and the fact that I like literally couldn't see anybody, watching horror movies was for like five days was pretty cool. Though for me, that right, that right now, that would probably be getting deep into some weird or indie wrestling promotion, <laughs> either DDT wrestling in Japan. Oh yeah, which has the weird stuff. Yeah, They've yeah, got yeah. the one with like the giant panda wrestler and the oh. blow up the blow up doll wrestler. <laughs> I gotta Which, look into this. Oh, there's one. Kenny Omega fights the blow-up doll. Really? Kenny yeah. Omega? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's the same promotion where Kenny Omega fought a nine-year-old girl. Oh. oh. And they fight to a draw. Really? Yeah. Dope. She does a really good Dope. job. Dope. But I, I, had, I didn't have the Rona, but I went up to Michigan for wedding and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I had a very... I did have some paranoia coming back because there was a couple of days where 
I was like a little congested and tired, but I'm always tired because capitalism. Ain't that the fucking truth. So I start, but I it got instantly nervous. Like, oh no, I've got it. I've got it. Tested negative. So I was like, oh, it's just coming back to Ohio because we live in a valley where it's just allergies all the time. Yeah, luckily I had, I got boost. I was vaccinated. The Like, I, I got vaccinated last year. Like, the minute that my age group was able to get vaccinated, the week later I was like, I got vaccinated. Same. And then when, uh, before I went to OhioCon in January, I, I knew I was going to a big event with a lot of people. Uh, luckily, OhioCon um, made it a thing to where if you don't show proof of vaccination and or a negative COVID test, we will not give you a bat. And I, but I also, so, but I had my uh, vaccination by then, but I said, well, I'm going to a group, a, I'm going to a big old group event, uh, whether or not they're, they're screening that way for the safety of my partners, I should also be as vaccinated as I can be. So I got the booster three weeks before I went to OhioCon. So I'm vaccinated and boosted. And luckily, according to a friend of mine who works like with the Indi just the Indiana health to monitor COVID, the fact that I was boosted and the fact that I was vaccinated, he said like it limits your virus shedding, which basically is like how you like it limits the amount you can pass it on. Mm -hmm. So even the short even the because I showed symptoms, I got back from ColossalCon and I sh I was showing symptoms that Monday, but I didn't test until that Wednesday. And didn't test positive until that Wednesday. The three days that I was around both of my partners, neither of them got it. That's really good. Yeah, neither of them got it. So, our haunted backyard. Pro-vaccine, pro-Bigfoot banging. Pro-vaccine, pro-Bigfoot banging. Uh, if Bigfoot consents. If Bigfoot consents. Yeah. He's, it, yeah, if he wants to bang you. So, I was hey. up in Michigan. Yeah. And I actually passed through Dogman territory. Oh, very nice. Asked the, I stayed on a, a farm for a few nights, asked the, the owners of the farm if they'd seen anything weird. They didn't tell any stories, but they did talk about Dogman. Oh, cool. Which kind of ended, ended up inspiring today's episode because I, unbeknownst to me at first, went past through two Dogman territories. So usually when we talk about Dogman, it's either Beast of Bray Road in yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I love that Beast of Bray Road. Or Dogman of Michigan, which is mostly on the western part of the Mitten. I can't remember the exact counties, but we were right in that. We were Dogman Alley. I, I'm more familiar with the Beast of Bray Road than I am the Michigan Dogman. Getting into like this world, like getting diving deeper into this cryptid, cryptozoological, supernatural world that we're doing with this podcast that we've we've always both of us have had this interest in. I'm only now hearing of dogmen, like yeah. the dogmen. Oh, there, that's kind of where I think it gets most interesting because I've got one main story and then a bunch of tiny stories because I opened up this world of the dogmen. And how basically Ohio has a werewolf problem. That's what you told me before we started recording. We've and got so much werewolf action up here. Oh, that's so dope because I, I love I love werewolves more than I like vampires. So. No, no offense to vampires. I Werewolves are more interesting. If I was going to pick one, I'd be vampire. Because then you get to be young and sexy forever. Well, werewolves you don't necessarily age. Depends on the werewolf. Depends on the werewolf lore, but, like, I don't know. I pick werewolf. I would always go with werewolf because, like, 
you're not a werewolf all the time. Like, you don't have True. to be a werewolf all the time. Basically, you can schedule... They do have a schedule of like, oh, I'm going to be a werewolf uh, this Friday. Sorry, about, boss. I can't come in today. I, I, I can't come gonna, in today. I'm, I'm going to come down with werewolf. I've, I've got a, I've got werewolf. I've got a touch of the lycanthropy. I got a lycan- uh, Yeah, I got my lycanthropy. I can't come into work on Friday. So there is probably the first, one of the first big Ohio dogman stories. I actually passed through that town on my way up to Michigan. The Defiance Dogman or the Werewolf of Defiance. So Defiance, Ohio, is located northeast-ish. It's about fifty-five miles southwest of Toledo. Okay, I probably have driven through there. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's right through there. If you're if you're going up to Michigan or Toledo or anywhere like that, you're going to drive through it. It was originally Fort Defiance, where the actually I saw kind of as we were driving through, they're actually just about to have their. Fort Defiance Jubilee or something like that, and I could I we were driving through the town and I saw the fort. When I think of the word fort, I the next word I think of is not Jubilee. Jubilee, yeah, <laughs> that's not. That's a weird. It's a weird one, especially so. Fort Defiance was built by General Mad Anthony Wayne in 1774. He was big deal in Ohio. Was he? Was his? Like, was Mad his nickname? Yeah, they called him Mad Anthony oh. Wayne because he was a bit of a wild card. Cool, okay. He was a general for a lot of the colonization wars that were happening in Ohio as far as fighting the indigenous population, which is what Fort Defiance was built for. Also really big in the Revolutionary War. And because the theme of this show, the sub-theme of this show is Ian's going to red pill Eric into believing in the wildest shit. <laughs> Yay. Anthony Wayne was a member of the Society of the Cincinnati. What? The Society of the Cincinnati is, because it's still around. Oh, I don't like that. Is a hereditary fraternal military order. I hate that. And it's basically, these are all, it was started by a bunch of dudes who were in the Revolutionary War, included. Wayne included George Washington, Arthur St. Clair, and the membership in the order passes down from the through the descendants. So it's still around today. It was heavily criticized by a variety of people. Thomas Jefferson, I think, was one of them, for trying to create basically an aris, a new aristocracy for America. Kind of like in, in Britain we had the peerage. There's the, right. the hereditary titles. There are a lot of people who are like, this society of the Cincinnati is trying to do the same thing. They're trying to basically establish new hereditary aristocracy here in America. Still around. I don't like that at all. They also got real big into city planning, including Cincinnati, Ohio. Makes sense, because it's Cincinnati. That was my next question. Are they named, did they name themselves after the city, or was the city named after them? Or do you know, or did you come so they, across that? they named themselves after... A, an ancient Roman general, Cincinnatus. Okay. Who, if I'm remembering correctly, was one of the guys who supposedly farmer, because a lot of the, the Roman, early Roman legionaries, they were farmers. This guy was farmer, also general, and I believe he was asked to be emperor because the way Rome worked when it was Republic was if in times of crisis, they would basically elect a tyrant who's going to be in charge, like have absolute power for, and then was expected to 
relinquish power once the crisis was over. And I can't remember the entirety of the story, but Cincinnatus supposedly actually did that. George Washington was a big fan of Cincinnatus and kind of viewed himself in a similar way. He's like, I became president. I did not want to, but now fuck you all. I'm going to become a farmer again. But Arthur St. Clair, who I mentioned earlier, founded the city of Cincinnati and named it after the society in hopes that it would encourage more members to come settle there. And I don't know much yet because it's a weird rabbit hole for me to go down to. But there's, there is some weird stuff about the society, the Cincinnati and the Cincinnati city. I already hate this. <laughs> like is, I'm, in, I'm interested. Me saying I hate it. Isn't the fact that this isn't, it's so creepy. fucking interesting, but it's creepy. It's kind of creepy. It's and not in like the cool way. This, it just makes me like, I'm like, this is not, I didn't know this, and I hate that I know this now. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard weird stuff about Cincinnati in general. This is the first I'm hearing of this, but, I swear. like, combining this, like, the Society of the Cincinnati, with, like, learning that there is a deep... There's, like, a long history of weird occult stuff in Cincinnati. We had somebody point us out... We want to do more research on this and maybe get them on to the show, but we had somebody point us in the direction of the Cincinnati Journal of Ceremonial Magic. Yeah, you mentioned that. And the, the fact that there was a Cincinnati Wizard War. Yeah, you also mentioned that you mentioned that too. Which I, I read that t- email. Yeah. yeah. I want to call it a magician war because that is what ceremonial magicians will call themselves magicians a lot of the time. Okay. But yeah. you say magician war, it sounds like like guys are like pulling <laughs> like Tommy guns out of their hats and just like, yeah. yeah throwing their, I picture like throwing like cards gambit style and then like them opening like flipping over their top hats and like birds and rabbits just like come out and attack come out and attack them like <laughs> it's like Zatanna like Zatanna Zatara like fighting like that's what I, what I picture or like uh Job from Arrested Development it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just them getting into a Will street Forte's fight character yeah. so that's that's a little bit of weirdness god man yeah we've got this through line from Defiance into this weird order society of the Cincinnati down into Cincinnati itself, which there's also, once again, I've not gotten to do a lot of research on it. Defiance itself, there's this Dogman story, but then there is kind of like with things like Mothman or even the Minerva monster, which we talked about, where there is a lot more going on in the area. And it kind of seems to be a hub of hauntings ufo sightings just a lot of weirdness right during like what i've i've getting into this again getting heavily into this world you come across terms and during what people call flaps like what this in this in this uh research is called flaps of activity and that we we like we mentioned it with the minerva monster you like the flap of sightings happened this decade this time and this time so like with the Mothman and with, like, these Dogmans, you do have this weird flap of, like, odd activity, not only, sur- like, surrounding the main focus, like, the Mothman. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, if, for those of you who've not gotten too deep into Mothman lore, Mothman is a actually a really small part of the Mothman phenomena. There mm-hmm. gets to be a lot more weird stuff with, with the Men in Black, with UFOs, with Indrid Cold... And yeah, it dude. ripples out from Point Pleasant into southeastern Ohio. And there's a lot of weird men in black encounters 
in Ohio, that part of Ohio, that get tied to the Mothman phenomena because they were happening at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a, in a relatively similar geographic location. Mm-hmm. So that's Defiance, Ohio. We are going to focus on about a week's worth of time in late July, early August of 1972. So the first reported sighting of this dogman was by Ted Davis and Tom Jones, employees at the Norfolk and Western Freight Company. So they were they worked rail cars. And they were, one night, on July 25th, they were inspecting the braking system on some of the rail cars. And Ted Davis reports seeing two hairy feet. Looks up and then sees a large being with a stick slung over its shoulder. Mmm. And then later he says that it runs off. But kind of... This part was kind of weird to me because I couldn't... I literally can't picture it because I have aphantasia. I couldn't even like understand what he was saying. Yeah, okay. Uh, But he was saying it was running side to side like a caveman in a movie. Oh, I I can picture it. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, like I don't know if... So he had two two furry feet mm -hmm. stick over its shoulder. Is it kind of like this like... Like, like, thing for lack of a yeah, I, yeah, I could, I could kind of picture it. Yeah, kind of, yeah, I can kind of picture it. Like okay. going, not like a crab walking, but like. That's, that's what I, that's literally the first thing I thought was like, it did it just like crab walk out of there? Just like, I'm a werewolf. Yeah, no, I could like, yeah, I can kind of, this thing like zigzag walking like out of the scene. Okay. Yeah, it, I, okay. that's what I'm kind of picturing. That's, that's what I was wondering, but I'm like, I wouldn't call that side to side. It's just mostly kind of this like weird little gallop run. Though I I like the the fact that it had a branch. This is a well armed werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because uh, also that's I find it weird that two out of the two cryptids that we've talked about, like cryptid cryptids we talked about in Ohio, are carrying some sort of stick with them. Mm-hmm. Started with the the frogman carrying around a, a wand or a stick, and now the divine's dogman's one of them's got a stick. These initial reports. Don't go into a lot of detail, but later on you do learn, even Ted Davis said, yeah, this thing had a snout, it had fangs. Tom Jones, the other man working on there, at first thought it was a joke, but then saw the creature. They saw the creature again the next week. Same place. And then when Tom saw it, he's like, oh yeah, this is this is not a joke. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's not just some kind of weird prank. Wow. The same evening of the second sighting, so Ted and Tom see the creature at the edge of the woods near the rail cars they were working on. It looks at them and then just kind of like crab walks away. <laughs> that same evening, a grocer not too far from the rail cars reported being attacked by an animal headed creature wielding a two by four. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Which is just like, yeah, like werewolf just shows up and like, Hits you over the head with, with some t- construction with t- Like he's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> which You're is, a werewolf. Why do you need a two by four? I know. At yeah. least, I, I, I'm happy he has a two by four. He could yeah. be using those claws. He could be using those claws, but like, why do you need a weapon? You're a, you are a weapon. You're a werewolf. I don't, I mean, again, I've never seen a real werewolf. So like, I don't know if they're like the, the, to, the, the stuff in uh, like the werewolves, like in ginger snaps. Or if, like, they're the big, strong, sexy werewolves like you see in Van Helsing. So I don't know. 
I don't know if this will give you a better idea. However, a lot of the reports of this werewolf, it's wearing blue jeans. No shit. It, so, it just sounds like a cool, cool guy. He just sounds like the wolf man from except the 1930s. For like, except for beating up grocers with two by fours. Beating up grocers with two by four. But I'm like, I was like, I was like, if we're going to talk of wrestlers, I'm like, it's John Moxley with yeah. a wolf head. Like, yeah. that's what I'm picturing right now. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Buffalo. Remember the, you remember the Buffalo wrestler? Oh, no. The guy who just wore a Buffalo on his head? That, yeah. Oh, no, the Manitar. Was that the Manitar? The Manitar. That's what his yeah. name was. That's this, what his name was. This was the Manitar getting, like, getting an early start. <laughs> But so a lot of my sources come from, well, a couple different sources, but they all draw from the Toledo Blade, which was one of the newspapers that ran a series of articles. There was the the Toledo Blade and the local paper, which is like the Chronicle Journal or something like that. Toledo Blade's a kick-ass paper name. Right. That's a sick. Blade! Toledo Blade! Toledo! (laughs) The journalist who wrote, who's writing for the Toledo Blade, interviewed police chief Donald Breckler. Breckler told uh, James Siegel was the the journalist James Siegel. He told them that there were they actually had received within the kind of that about weeks worth of time mm. three different reports excluding the the grocer and the railwayman. Okay, yeah, excluding those two. And they they didn't he didn't want to give the names out. As far as I know, he didn't give the name out. Mhm but that they were very consistent descriptions. However, those descriptions were kind of vague. The first basic description was very hairy. So, yeah, yeah, for uh, a dog person. So there was very hairy, wears dark clothing. Hmm, so we've got a goth werewolf. Oh god, dope. Dope, uh, I'm on board. Which Early 70s, goth isn't quite a thing yet, but we're getting there. Goth isn't quite a thing. This is like yet. Alice Cooper werewolf, maybe. Yeah, Alice Cooper. Glam- no, that would be glam rock werewolf, uh, which would be awesome. Which would be, oh my god. Imagine like hair metal werewolf. You, uh, that sounds like a dope comic that's book. Your, that is your gender, gender identity. That's my, that is my gender identity. Glam rock werewolf. Is, I identify as a glam rock werewolf. Oh man, dude. <laughs> Just imagine like very standard like van helsing style werewolf yeah so st- still on hind legs but like has the the band yes like the hair band with yes. the, the mullet coming out yes like and he's got makeup on and cool sunglasses just ma- like mascara so it's got eyelashes for days yeah he's pl- his paints his claws paints his claws his uh he uses a pick but but like his uh fucking guitar is all scratched up because he's got claws and he's in a band with uh dracula with a vampire uh, who's who's like the lead singer because vampires and are plays, sexy. And plays guitar. He vampire plays guitar. No, because because yeah, vampire plays guitar. Uh, Frankenstein, uh, a Frankenstein-ish monster, Frankenstein's monster on the drums, uh, because he likes to beat things and he's in the back so he doesn't have to deal with the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have. Uh, I'm just putting together the band from the Beetlejuice stage show from Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity. <laughs> Is destined to reinvent Beetlejuice over and over and I over. missed that show. That show was so cool. I saw that, like, when I was, like, 14, when I went to Universal Studios, and it was just, like, um, it was Beetlejuice, Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, and Wolfman singing 80s pop hits, and it was so <laughs> great. That sound, like, 
It was so great. I'm not even that big into the 80s or Beatles it or something like that. That sounds like a good time, though. It was so cool. And the guy playing who was, who was Beetlejuice is actually pretty fucking... He's a good job. He, he did a good job. It was probably just Michael Keaton. I, dude, probably was. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we've got the, the glam rock werewolf. Yeah. Uh, they were described... It was described as ranging from seven to nine feet tall. Though Breckler thinks that was probably exaggerated, which I was like... Who the fuck are you? Who who is like I, I don't know. oh okay you're the, the the chief of police but still you don't know they're exaggerating yeah you don't know that's exaggeration um, it was always seen in kind of the same rough geographic area like a very small actually fairly populated part of town and Breckler believed that it was probably a local person wearing a mask but that there was a lot of natural hair too so he's basically picturing like a guy wearing a, a wolf mask. But like, who's also just a hairy individual in general? Yeah, we're going back to that to the the Minerva monster situation where it's you've got uh, Robin Williams running around <laughs> in a in a werewolf mask. Yeah, no shirt. Yeah, so. that, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I mean, I still don't. I've seen hairy people. Like I have seen body hair. I've seen a lot of body hair. But I don't think even in the dark I would be like, oh, that guy's got some hair. But like, yeah. I don't think I would blend it with a mask and be like, that's a werewolf. Like maybe, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe if I could understand, like I am very terrified right now because there's something attacking me with a two by four. That's scary. So I'm just going to like I could see that, but at the same time I'm like, yeah, I kind of like what we were talking about in the Minerva Monster episode where. You need to be able to trust people a little bit, where they right. know what they're seeing. Right. That's. I think like I feel like we do that. Don't do that enough. We talk. I, we talked about it a little bit in the Nerva Monster video, but like I don't think we give people enough credit. Yeah. Because like, oh, they were just terrified. They were in shock. It was like they they have especially, eyeballs, man. Especially the seven to nine feet tall is the one that gets me. The hairy. I'm like, okay, I can kind of get that. It's dark. You're scared. Yeah. Maybe you're seeing more hair than there actually is, but I don't think I could imagine somebody being that tall right exactly i don't think that's an too big of an exaggeration to yeah. think honestly and th this is another part of why it's interesting is because so breckler believed it might have been a local person but he doesn't understand what the local person's trying to do which i guess yeah maybe you could have like a dick teenager or something like that exactly like, i'm going to go and attack assault people with a two by four well we had those clown cases but, like back in like 2019 yeah but like even then we knew that those were just one, it was one dude who was like being an asshole and then a, the rest of the country started being assholes. Yeah. And I, I swear to God to this day, I think it was an it marketing scheme. I wouldn't be surprised. And then they were like, oh no, we can't talk about this anymore. Yeah, got, I swear to God. Much. It, I was, I swear to, it was probably an it marketing scheme somehow that got out oh. of hand. So Breckler's talking about trying to figure out the motivation. He says, if the motivation is robbery, and this is a quote from the, from one of the, the news articles. If his motivation is robbery, then he is not picking the type of person that would have a lot of money. Yeah, valid. Valid. Very That's valid. It. It's scared easily. So even if you, you're you in a situation where it is just somebody who wants to assault people for the fun of it, mm -hmm. it's getting scared off easily. I would think that it's somebody who's bordering on that kind of, not like serial killer, but just serial assaulter. Yeah. You wouldn't think they'd be as skittish because if, if your goal is to frighten a person... Like, is to scare the person. You're going to, like, rel kind of relish in that way. You're scaring this person. You're not mm -hmm. going to run off and and also be scared or skittish. Yeah. Because, like, when you're when you're a haunt actor, you're not going to run off. You're, you're, you're there to scare people. Yeah. If, you're, if your purpose was to scare people and not, like, oh, shit, I'm discovered, like, an animal, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't, you're, you wouldn't immediately run off. Exactly. Yeah. 
this this last bullet point for trying to figure out motivation. I know what he means, and what he means isn't great, but the implication, or like the other way to think about it, is very amusing to me. Which is, he hasn't approached any women. Which I know what he means I here. I know what he means. But at the same time, I'm just imagining like some guy is like, I need, I really need a girlfriend. You know, what I'm werewolf mask and a two by four. <laughs> I may be. I can tell you you're going to the wrong places for it. You might be able to meet a, a significant other like that. You like my wood? I'm a beast in, <laughs> I'm a beast in the bed, let me tell you. Uh, and this is just human some... On, human on the streets, werewolf in the sheep. This is just some guy could didn't understand the art of picking up a girl. Just he's oh, like... Oh, God. I, I'm just going to werewolf it up. <laughs> you're, go, you're just, dude, in the right space... You're the hottest guy. You're the hottest person in, there, in the room. I could point you to the correct clubs. I can point you to the correct clubs. I can point you to the correct conventions. Yeah. Uh, but but just out in BFE. Not the place to do it. Not not the place to do it. Just casually walking down the street. Casual werewolf with his, with his 2 by 4 Casual werewolf with hey, his 2 by 4 Hey. And because it's the 1970s, everybody's got a new, like, kind of that, like, New York accent. Yeah. It's like, I'm walking here. I'm hey, a werewolf. <laughs> Hey, baby, Fonzie Werewolf. (laughs) That'd be dope, though. I would watch that version of Happy Days. I would watch a monster version of Happy Days. Everything's the same except for the Fonz is a werewolf. Yeah. There's, see, the Rob Zombie's doing a Monsters movie. I'm not surprised by that. That, And that is is basically what we're thinking about now. Yeah. It is, Rob Zombie's Monsters is Werewolf Happy Days. Yeah. It honestly looks great. I saw the trailer for it. It looks good. It looks good. Once again, this was located in a very kind of tight geographic region. Caused a lot of fright in the neighborhood, especially because there was a lot so. of small children. I would imagine so. There are some people who are convinced it's a werewolf. Some people think it's probably just some punk trying to scare people. A lot of parents saying, you can't go out at night. A lot of parents also just been like, go play at night, and if it comes around, run home. Don't don't talk to don't talk to strangers, don't talk to dogmen. But then there is Rupert Fig elderly gentleman in the neighborhood who said if i see him the police are going to find out who he is because they'll have to take him to the hospital to get the buckshot out <laughs> no fear of a werewolf no fear don't you know that it's gotta be silver my dude this is the 70s the wolfman has been out for a while uh, what yeah yeah we're like we're peak hammer horror this is, we yeah. know what, what you gotta do it's gotta be some silver buckshot yeah it's gotta be silver buckshot which or- honestly Pretty, I would write that werewolf hunter. Like, a Rupert Fig werewolf hunter. Bro, I, yeah. I will write that book. Yeah. Just Hell some, yeah. D- like, some just just dude from Ohio. I had a great I, um, a, a movie, a, at least a story of a movie idea, where I dreamcasted Bruce Campbell as a Von Helsing monster hunter whose brother was a werewolf, and he didn't kill werewolves as a his only rule because one of them could be his brother so we could we could keep writing this but also just have him be from ohio i would yes and he like exclusively is hunting monsters in ohio yeah 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 yeah, yeah. mr mr campbell mr campbell be uh, in our movie. may i call you if i may call you bruce uh i love you i love everyone we'll get sam <laughs> imagine sam raimi sam raimi directing this movie and it ties into the Society of the Cincinnati. Oh, and my Bruce Campbell God. has to like take on Cincinnati the city. Just Fucking <laughs> a man ends up teaming up with Werewolf Brother. Yes, who will just say we can cast John Moxley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'll get, I'm down. I'll, we'll get who's from Cincinnati. Who's from John Cincinnati? Min- John Moxley's from Cincinnati. Oh my 
Bruce, Sam, call us, please. We can do it. That's kind of the the basic overall story. Things eventually started quieting down. They never found out mm-hmm. who this was, what it was. Though, and I don't know if the Toledo Blade put this snippet, if it was part of the main article, or if it was next to it on purpose. But I did notice that the August 3rd edition of the Toledo Blade, right next to the reporting on the Defiance Werewolf, has reports of a large ape-like creature being spotted in Tiffin, Ohio, which is 80 miles east. Of Defiance? Of Defiance, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Which, so once again, kind of getting this, like, that's 80 miles is a pretty big difference. It's a pretty significant distance. distance. But still, it's, I would say that's kind of in the rough, it's being reported by the same newspaper, so yes. it's the rough geographical region. You start getting these other things happening in the same area. Almost as if, high strange this morning, the veil got thin for like a little bit and things started coming through. Yeah. Or there's, there's some kind of weird electricity thing yeah. going on that we don't, and I think, don't quote me on this one specifically, but I think I also saw reports of like more large cat sightings mm-hmm. like happening kind of same time, same area. So once again, we're, I don't I didn't look up UFOs, but I bet you if I start if I looked up UFO sightings in that region that time, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an uptake. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there uh, were uptake in UFO sightings at all. So listeners, I think this is Ian winning <laughs> as far as the weird as getting Eric to believe in the weird stuff goes. I it was, but it wasn't that hard. It's, it no, wasn't no, going it to be a difficult I did, task. I think the minute I, I started getting into the society of the Cincinnati, you're going to be like. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was. I like this isn't this isn't video yet, but like I, you should have seen. You're like me. leaning. in. I was leaning in. My eyes were wide, and I'm just like no. And I could see both. Way. I could see like both the excitement and the anger. Yeah. Because like, I was so. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like I I I'm ready for it to live in this world. I'm angry that this society exists. Yeah. I'm I'm so ready to find out about the secret society, but there's a. Fucking secret society? <laughs> There's these hereditary motherfuckers. There's a- secret societies, that weird stuff. It's all out there. It's not. I'm not talking like QAnon kind of stuff. But no, this is a no. But it's it's there. Like you just have to start looking at into it, and you're like, uh, oh yeah, this is this is creepy. Oh uh, yep, don't like that. So that's the story of the Defiance Dog Man. One of the the main other main sources outside of Toledo Blade that I got caught hold of was the North American Dogman Project. Oh, cool. That sounds awesome. And they collect a lot of information on dogman sightings mm-hmm. in kind of North America, but specifically kind of this region. So once again, I was talking about when you think dogman, you usually think Wisconsin first. You, yeah, you do. And then Michigan is the, the one that I usually hear about. So you hear Michigan dogman. As of 2022, according to their website, there are over 140, repo- 140 reports of the dogman in the United States. 140? Yeah. Which I didn't know if they meant this year or just kind of like... Collected. Since they've, since they've been tracking this, which I think some of the oldest dogman sightings go back into like the 1800s they do say mention that the reports go back to 1887 wow. so i think that means since 1887 there have been over 140 reported sightings of dogmen reported now that's just, again yeah. that's just reported that's just reported 34 percent of the sightings in the united states come from three states top being wisconsin with 21 sightings makes sense ohio with 20 wow i did not expect that yeah i did not expect that and then michigan with nine 
and and that was the second state that you mentioned that yeah, yeah you I say th- dog man you think Michigan, i don't w- think Michigan, wisconsin yeah i don't think ohio i think wisconsin and then michigan because i've heard of the michigan dog man yeah i have also heard of the michigan i dog think man. the michigan dog man might i would have to do some research that might be a more involved story than like defiance but then i was just looking they have on the the website so that once again that's a north american dogman project Dot com. You can look up evidence, you can look up reports, and they have like a map, a like Google map where they have like little points where you can submit, you can submit your own reports. And I pulled a lot from like 10 minutes from here. What? <laughs> I won't read through these, but there were some where there were, there's uh, Brookville, which isn't that far from here. No, it's not. Uh, and within just the last couple of years, like within like the last five years, Germantown, which is just a little bit south. Oh my God. Oh, and then for... Uh, we'll post these with the episode. Yeah. But to kind of give you like an indication that's, I have a map, I took a screenshot of the map. He's showing me the, this, the map. And then there's, this is the, this is the map of just North America. All the cluster over where like Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee are is just mass. It's just like a yeah. bunch of and bullet points. I pull in Ohio and it's just kind of all across the state. It, it is. But, I, what weirds me out is this line going through Columbus right here? <laughs> so this is this is down here. This is Mothman territory. That's yeah. Where, yeah, where that's is way, that? That's the Wayne National Forest. That's uh, kind of in the Athens. Oh. Uh, and so yeah. like yeah, you get you get this this like I wonder if it's like just one dude. Yeah. Just walking up from like up. I'm going up. I'm hitchhiking to Columbus, and then go over to Cleveland and Akron. Yeah. Wow. And in addition to the reports, they also have recordings oh i love that so i will have to do some cutting mm-hmm. but i will play so that i can put the actual recordings into the episode uh because the audio won't be great from like listening to the microphone yeah. yeah but i will we can listen to some to some wolfman's oh man i'm, so, I'm also these are the three recordings Dogman. Okay, so he's showing me the list of recordings from the National uh, um, American Dogman Project.com. He's showing me the list of recordings and they're named. Uh, Top one is Dogman Bellbrook. Which is, we drove through here. We drove through Bellbrook to get here. Dogman Cincinnati, which is like 20 minutes away from us. Mm -hmm. And then Dogman Dayton. Which is here. Which is here. Which is where we are right now. Yeah. So this is, this one's probably my favorite. Okay. So this is. Dogman Bellbrook. So there's some things we want to do. We want to straight things out historically. Did you just hear that? What the fuck? What was that? Whoa. I don't... I would have to look further into the website to figure out what the story of that Behind recording that is, is yeah. but they were recording something else like it sounds like they were about to do something else yeah they were having a conversation or something yeah yeah and then it was interrupted by a by a howl by a legitimate howl yeah which could be a dog could be a we don't have any coyotes in ohio do we, we? we're getting them back we're getting coyotes back in ohio uh, okay that doesn't sound like a coyote that to doesn't me. sound like a coyote it could be something like a husky maybe maybe there, like, there are definitely dogs that could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, know, that's that's why I want to see the story around. Yeah, it. that's yeah. Okay, this one's uh, the Cincinnati. One. Yeah, this is Dogman Cincinnati. Oh, 
That one gave me legitimate chills. That one, actually, that kind of sounds closer to a coyote to me. Yeah. Also kind of sounds like a, like a pissed off chihuahua. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, neither of us are, I'm not a dog expert. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I could not identify a breed by just hearing a, 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 a bark or a howl or whatever, but like. Creepy. That's creepy. Like whether that's like a dog man evidence or not. That's creepy. I like, would not want to hear that walking wanna, around downtown. I don't want to hear that when I'm in my room. <laughs> when I'm in a safe room. Oh, so, oh, this what's the, so this is Dogman. This Dayton. is Dogman Date. Okay, last one, Dogman Date. these is like that they're on they're on the this this website to report uh, to report dogman stuff mm-hmm. the people who are recording these whether whether they were either recording like in the first clip and the bellbrook one they again they sound like they were in the middle of doing something else um and then they heard this and then these last two uh, we're just like straight up howls, no other like persons in there. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like it's another, this is another one of those instances where, um, giving, give people more credit than, than uh, like, than you should like giving people credit, uh, like more credit than you would normally. Because I, f- I feel like if you heard this and you knew there were people who owned dogs in your area, Mm-hmm. You would be like, that's just the neighbor's dog. But the fact that you had that these whoever recorded this felt that it was necessary enough and weird enough and out of the ordinary enough for them to record mm-hmm. is compelling to me. And yeah. then, well, that's why I said I want to f- I want to dig into the website a little more and see the see what the story around each recording is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I could also understand, especially in Ohio, where coyotes coming back is still a relatively new thing. It is, yeah. And if you've never heard a coyote before, when I was up in Michigan, the owners of the farm say, oh yeah, we have coyotes around here. If you, like, they can sound scary, but a lot, we've got guard dogs and the the fence, there's a lot of fencing in the area, so don't they're not going to come and get you, but they can sound real scary. And I... I've also camped out in the middle of the desert in Arizona and we, ba- it sometimes sound like they, they were like right underneath our camera. Oh, camper. that's creepy. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I could, especially that second one, that second one gave me chills. Like, where I what? could be like, I can understand if you've never heard a coyote before that could freak you out and be like, what's going on here? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Yes. But that's, that's why I want to see what the rest of like, if there's anything more to them or if it was just somebody sent in the recordings. Yeah. 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 Uh, but on that same page, there's also photos, oh. which uh, I, I won't post any of these because I don't know what the, the rights with them are. With them yeah. are. There's also uh, trigger warning, some kind of graphic oh, wow. pictures okay. where animals have been attacked. Oh, uh, cattle oh. mutilation. Shit. man. So if you go onto that website to look at these pictures, just know that there can be there's some images in there that you might not want to see. Mm-hmm. But some of them are just. <laughs> OK, just goofy. I'm going like, to, I'm going to see that one. The, the first one, it's a black 
shadow with like heightened like what looked what i could describe as perked up ears like like you would do for a great dane or a boxer and you were like saying you were like a little giggling about it that unsettles me oh let me find the one that i'm is gonna just like that the, is an unsettling the, legit, picture. the one that made me legitimately laugh when i first saw it it was just very unsettling because I'm, I'm looking at that i'm like i'm just i'm putting myself in that moment of when that was taken i'm like if i saw that i would have no more pants <laughs> like shit is dribbling down my leg i would think i was about to die here, here's a, here's some more out in the forest. Still kind of creepy. That's a little creepy. That one's a little but, bit more like hello. Yeah, like, then, like a dog. It look, I look, it looks like a dog. And then there's these ones, which are probably my favorite, where it's like crossing the street, and you're like, that's straight up like, I think that's from Skyrim. That that just <laughs> that just looks like um like a troll. Oh whoa, hold up. That one right there. I was like that. I like. I, I'm like. I. I think that's. I think I've played that video game before. I know, but like when I'm looking at it, it just it it looks a little too weird and real. I don't know. I don't know. My brain is having a completely different reaction to them, for to where it's like that is unsettling. There, there are some that yeah. I I look at them and I'm like okay that that is that one is kind of weird. This handful that we're looking at right now or yeah. I'm like that's just that's just goofy. I don't know. I it's it's I can see where it can be goofy, but my brain is also just like that's weird. I don't like that. Yeah, there, there's also a lot of footprint pictures where some of them I'm like that looks like somebody idea of what a werewolf claw would look like. Yeah. Other ones do look like wolf man like, looking or, or like like dog yeah. feet. Yeah. Like dog footprints yeah. but huge. Yeah, oh yeah. So, yeah, it's, there's a lot apparently a lot of Man. Ohio Dogman lore to delve into. There's and there's some that I I didn't get too too deep into because I was focusing on Defiance. Yeah. But Germantown apparently has a really big flap of like, werewolf. Uh, of like werewolf flap. Yeah. Oh man, that just look, man. I don't want to get bitten by a werewolf, but like if I again if I we talked about it at the top of the show, like I don't know if we kept we probably didn't keep it. If we talked about it at the top of the show, if we would rather be a werewolf or a vampire, part of me says werewolf, but like. I feel like getting caught and turned into a vampire is easier than getting turned into a werewolf. And probably more fun. Probably more fun if it's anything like Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. It's, if it's anything like, like that. A werewolf sounds like a bad time. Yeah, a werewolf attack. With a vampire attack, yeah, you can, sh like, if you want to go with, like, you're just a straight-up victim and your blood is just drained completely, you're dead or they're going to choose you to be a vampire. You could mm -hmm. ask to be one, but like with a werewolf from what I've seen and just like lore and media, you are lucky to survive a werewolf. Yeah. Attack. Yeah. Where the, that's yeah. The, the werewolves are generally like they're, they're monsters, they're beasts, they're beasts, they're feral, they're monsters. Yeah, so you're just getting straight up attacked by a big wolf. Yeah. Where with a vampire, it's like, would you like some sexy nibbles? It was like some, uh, uh, throat nibble. Mm -hmm. And then, Oh no, you're dying. Here's my blood. Here's, how would you like to do a reciprocal nibble? Yeah. Here's my blood now. Ha ha, you're a vampire. I loved the way. Have you ever seen the movie of what we do in the shadows? Yeah. Remember how uh, the one guy is describing how he got turned into one and he's like, he's like, ah, now you are a vampire. And it was Peter. 
Mm-hmm. And we're still friends today. <laughs> that was a, that's a great movie. It's such a great that's movie. A the show is also great. Mm-hmm. The show is also fantastic. Come back for a fourth season. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that is just kind of the briefest overview of like the the big werewolf in Ohio. Yeah. As well as just kind of the fact that yeah, there is a, there's a bunch of where we've got a werewolf problem, I, folks. And I was completely unaware of this I until today. I'm gonna. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to do, like, get myself some silver, like, knuckle busters. Yeah. Also get some uh, iron, because that helps ward off uh, other creatures. Yeah. It helps ward off, like, fey and demons. Complete. Just, you need a complete kit. I'm going to have one hanging up here in the office. I was this close when I was in college to buying a vampire kit from a thrift store. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, this thing was in a ornate like suitcase looking thing and it had everything yeah that's those are real popular on like etsy now right? yeah now. and i but this was and this was before etsy yeah and uh but the only thing that kept me from not buying it i was afraid it would be haunted i was a little afraid that something was attached to it that's a reasonable fear to have and and i was like you know what i'm gonna go with my gut instinct on that i'm like i was like it'd be cool to have but i'm afraid something's attached to that so now my the kind of the one question i'm left with is if there is a an, a tradition of Ohio vampires, or if Ohio is just too much of a werewolf state that the vampires stay in like Pennsylvania or yeah yeah you think so because yeah because like there's there's that whole like underworld thing uh, like you know vampires versus That's exa- lichens exactly what I was thinking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Which we've already come up with one movie with with Bruce Campbell and the Society of Cincinnati yeah but I'm also thinking about like underworld but make it about the midwest where it's just <laughs> like watch it. ohio is all werewolves and pennsylvania is all or uh indiana or somewhere like that is just vampires yeah oh i'd watch it there's you'd have to pick a very populated city because other than like the populated cities in ohio and indiana it's all farmlands which would make it even like imagine like Pennsylvania like a, Dutch vampires, Amish vampire. It sounds like a better version of Twilight. I'm gonna just say that right now. It just sounds like a better version of Twilight. We could we could make it. Yeah, kickstart us. Kickstart us. We'll make uh, we'll make the the Bruce Campbell Monster Hunter movie with the Society of Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and we'll make the uh, Midwest uh, vampires versus Midwest werewolves, and then we'll tie them into each other. Yes. And multiverse. Mul- we, we now have it. This is the the our haunted backyard cinematic universe. Dude, I'm still salty about that. The the dark universe that Universal tried to get off the ground that didn't work. I'm still salty that that didn't work. Yeah. It would have been great. But anyways, I could go on. That's a whole another. That's a whole, whole episode. Yeah, I like talk about we, my disappointment in the dark we, universe. If we start doing patreon stuff we should just do like bonus episodes that are us ranting about you will talk about your your opinions about the theme park amusement parks and stuff like that oh yeah 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 and yeah. then i'll get real weird with it and just be like okay are you ready for like the stuff i found about cincinnati yeah oh god i i wish people could have seen or the my the, face when you we'll were do the about we'll that. do the documentary about uh count dante yeah the 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 the, 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 the dimbacher yeah i still gotta research the the dojo war i still gotta research yeah, the, that the chicago dojo i don't war. know for we i don't know if we'll do it on like the official show but like that just is something that i want i want to learn personally yeah like i just i think love it, to it learn falls personally. under the the purview of local legend you know no you know right it does and it doesn't like we we've been focusing on like ghosts and cryptids and stuff like that i want to do an episode on uh johnny appleseed that's right he's a he's an ohio dude 
that oh i forgot about yeah that. yeah so like talk a little bit because and he's got some weirdness too because he's in the uh whatever church he belonged to was kind of on the weird side uh if you have stories yes you want to tell us if you know a local legend in ohio that you think would be fun to to talk about let us know like we're we're on the hunt i was so surprised by this defiance thing because the big legends in Ohio tend to be the ghosts, like you. Uh, a lot of the ghosts, uh, Mansfield and stuff like that. The two ones that I thought we only had, I not, and I only until just now, I thought we only had like two cryptids to our name, which was the Grass Man and the Frog Man. Yeah. Like I didn't know we had a werewolf a problem. Of, where we've also got uh, South Bay Bessie, oh. up in Lake Erie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. that kind of that's that's a great lakes monster. Well, that's but a, yeah. It's. Lake Erie's Ohio's lake. Lake Erie let's, is let's Ohio's face it. lake. Like Michigan's already got a lake. Like th- Michigan's got like two. Two. Lakes. It's got two. It's got two lakes around it. Yeah. So like, no. Give Erie, us Lake Erie. Lake Erie. Actually, also, we we won Lake Erie from them. Oh, we did, didn't we? <laughs> it, historically, we did win Lake Erie from them. Didn't we won't we? go into it, but yeah, there was like a legit war fought between <laughs> Michigan and Ohio, basically about like Toledo. <laughs> We won. <laughs> Yay, for once. <laughs> but yes, send us your stories, send us your ideas to... Our Haunted Backyard cast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on the social medias, uh, which we'll, we'll get better about posting some interesting stuff on there. We're on Twitter at OHBYpod, mm-hmm. at OHBYpodcast. Like, so the first letter of every word of Our Haunted Backyard. And same on Instagram, it's Our Haunted Backyard, OHBY podcast yeah we we updated the handles to to take advantage of that 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 sweet sweet seo and synergy because i tried haunted backyard our haunted backyard on twitter it's taken and we're gonna fight you it's 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 taken and also our haunted backyard cast is too long for twitter yeah for an official at it's too long mm-hmm. but like our full title is our haunted backyard yes. but like the at for the actual username, mm-hmm. it was just too long. Yeah. Same with Instagram, it was just too long. Yeah, hit us up on social media. Yeah. Send us emails. Let us uh, leave us reviews on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Recommend us. Recommend us to people who who love this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's we're still pretty small, and any 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 audience we get is just honestly just a blessing. Instagram. And if there are any investigations you think you should do, if you say you go to this forest, there's I I saw a spooky deer. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go find that we'll, deer. We'll. I'll hunt that deer with my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight up. I'll strip down naked. Fight. Take some bath salts. Fight the deer. Ryan and Shane from uh, X from uh, X Buzzfeed Unsolved, and now your new show. We coming for you. <laughs> we coming for you. I'm gonna have that Shane energy with the Ryan belief. Yeah. All, which yeah, is yeah. dangerous. It's very dangerous. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. You're, you're gonna hear a report like two years from now about this naked guy covered in deer blood carrying a carcass <laughs> into the society of the Cincinnati headquarters. Just been like, ah, we coming for you, ghoul boys. We coming. Until next time, stay spooky, stay nice. Bye bye. Bye bye.